Discover something new every Thursday at Carnegie Museum of Art. From art making to special performances, Art Till 8 is the perfect way to kick off your weekend and spark your curiosity. Tickets are 50% off admission at cmoa.org. Welcome to the Pittsburgh Current Podcast. I'm associate publisher Bethany Rue, coming to you live from beautiful downtown Beachview, where the trolleys run on the main street and the tacos flow like water. Um, today, <laughs> I literally just came up with that. Maybe you could tell by how awful it was. Um, all right, well, let's address the elephant in the room. I have a misplaced sticker on my shirt. Real talk, I spilled coffee all over myself, which should surprise nobody that knows me in real life. Uh, so before we get rolling, uh, hopefully you guys have had a chance to pick up our holiday gift guide that's on the streets and online now. There are gift ideas for people that love music, which we're going to be talking a lot about today, spoiler alert. There are gift ideas for your, the nerds in your life and the little geeks. Don't try to buy them a Baby Yoda, though, because Disney, and what I feel as a huge miss, did not make Baby Yoda merch in time for the holidays. Um, so billion dollars left on the table. Those poor, poor people at Disney. Um, we also have gift ideas for people that might not want their houses cluttered up with more stuff. The gift of culture. There's a ton to do here in Pittsburgh. So pick up your copy today. And next week we will have our holiday food and drink guide, which spoiler, we'll also be talking about coming up here in a minute. Um, so keep your eyes peeled next Tuesday for that. There's going to be uh, some recipes from some of our favorite Pittsburghers and some of their favorite holiday meals and memories. So make sure you mark your calendar to pick that up on Tuesday. Uh, right now, I'm just going to roll right in and introduce our guest. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm very pleased to have with me Tim Gaber, the owner of Pittsburgh Winery and the founder of the Vine Rewind Music Festival and uh, in partnership with the Cultural Trust, the Home for the Holidays show. Tim, welcome. Hey, thank you, Bethany. It's great well, to be here. It's great to have you here. Um, so let's start off, since we are have, we do have our holiday drinks guide coming out yes. next issue. Let's talk about wine. Wine. You own the beautiful wine. Pittsburgh winery down in the Strip District. Mm -hmm. How did you get into the wine biz? I started making wine about 20 years ago with a group of friends, mm -hmm. and I fell in love with it and kind of got carried away and eventually you know, started making it uh, for a living. I was playing music for uh, full-time for years and years. A couple bands some people <clears throat> might have heard of, um, Buzz Poets, yeah. Brownie Mary. So oh, yeah. you are, you are, you are, also, he's a living legend as well, so no, I wasn't going to no. lead with that, but... Uh, but who now makes wine? So, that's ridiculous. So you, so you were playing music full time and then... Yes. And I was just making wine as a hobby. So we were having, you know, fun making wine. And then, like I said, just kind of... We made more and more every year. I kind of kept pushing the group to make more. And then eventually um, got to a point where it was... I just wanted to do too much. And so started a winery and uh, kind of grew from there mm -hmm. and then ultimately became a music venue. Mm -hmm. Pittsburgh Winery was founded uh, about seven and a half years ago. And uh, we were in this beautiful old bank building right down in the Strip District mm -hmm. on Penn Avenue. And it's kind of like a speakeasy kind of vibe where you would go down these stairs into the cellar that had no windows, of course. 
and uh, it was real vibey. We had all the barrels around the room, and we had a stage down there, and we did almost 500 shows in that cellar, which held about 100 people, and it, it became everyone, a lot of people's favorite venue. We were getting really great acts uh, coming through that wouldn't typically even play a venue that small, but uh-huh. loved the vibe there so much that they would come and do it. And uh, we had to we had to do some things to the building, so we had to stop doing music there. Uh-huh. Um, and but we're going back, right? Well, and but but that's forgive me if I'm wrong here, but that's kind of where wine or vine rewind came from, right? Because you were no longer having the music available because you had to redo the space. Yeah, well, it kind sort of, of kind it of? overlapped a little bit. So we okay, started okay. doing Vine Rewind. Um, we just did our third year. It's the last weekend of July every year. Uh-huh. So we started it three years ago, um, three and a half years ago. We were still doing music in the cellar at that time. And then that after that first year, then in December, we stopped music doing music in the cellar, but we kept Vine Rewind going. Um, we did a second year on that block and then we moved a block down into a temporary tasting room uh-huh. and did Vine Rewind again this year, but just a block towards the, the city uh-huh. on Penn Avenue. Um, and then next year, I'm not sure, we might take two blocks, who knows? <laughs> take the whole damn street. Yes. Um, so you, the, the, the tasting room that you're in now yes. is temporary, but I was just there. It in no way looks temporary at all. I mean, it still is gorgeous and has, I feel like, the vibe that, that you were just talking about. Um, so where is that location? What's the address, 27? It's 2710 Penn okay. Avenue, okay. which, like I said, is a block down from 2815's our original location mm. that we're going back to next year. Um, but yeah, we wanted to make the temporary spot comfortable because uh-huh. we knew the construction would take longer than anticipated as it always does. Uh-huh. So yeah. <laughs> we, we, and we had to move all the stuff out of the original building uh-huh. while the renovation occurs. So we took all the var- bars and everything, moved them down and set them up differently in this uh-huh. other space. And, um, yeah, it's comfortable. Well, I'd say if you, um, if you're going to have family in from out of town visiting as many people will over the holidays, it's a great, you know, a lot of people go to the strip too, to do their holiday shopping. Yes. Absolutely. Get down there and pop in and do some tastings. Um, cause first of all, I, you're, the wines that I've had that I've tasted are fabulous. Um, and I, I think it's a very nice little detour. And after a day of shopping, you probably need a glass of wine. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about your wines. What, what kind of wines do you offer? And maybe start off like with, um, what you're offering now and maybe anything special that you're doing for the holidays. Okay. Well, first of all, let me say that if you mention this podcast, you would come on down and have a free tasting. You can taste all of our wines for free. Just mention this. Oh my God. Did my friends hear that? <laughs> you're going to run out of wine. No, it's, it's, it's... <laughs> That's very generous. Thank you. Oh, you're, oh no, you're quite welcome. Um, and so as far as the wines go, what we do is uh, we bring grapes in from California mm-hmm. and we also bring them in from South America. We like full-bodied, robust, dry wines. We love the California wines and the South American wines, so that's what we make. Um, And it's all about getting good grapes, so we're not afraid to go out and get the best grapes we can get our hands on, pay good money for them, but that's where it begins. You can't make great wines with inferior grapes. Uh So we go out and we find wines that we love, and then we go back to the producer and say, hey, can we buy some of the grapes that you made this wine with because you made such great wine? We love your wine. 
and a lot of the people don't realize that a lot of wineries and vineyards, I should say, mm -hmm. uh, sell off a lot of a lot of their grapes on the open market because that's a way for them to generate revenue quickly, mm -hmm. as opposed to making the wine mm -hmm. and then waiting two years to to get that money back. So it helps in their economics, but it also helps people like me because I don't grow anything. We don't have any vineyards. We source all of our grapes from elsewhere. Mm -hmm. um, so anyway, we bring these these really good grapes in, and then we make the wine here in Pittsburgh. And so you know, I'm proud. I'm from Pittsburgh. I grew up here in the South Hills. <laughs> Pittsburgh Winery because we represent. We mm -hmm. love um, the fact that we can make great world-class wines here in our city. Well, what about... Some of these ones, I believe you also do not just your own wines, but we were talking, you do some custom blends too. So people can come to you and say, hey, I want my own wine. How would that work? Like if I were to say that. Yes. Um, so we do more custom labeling than, labeling. than custom. We've done custom blends for, okay. for um, you know, restaurants and things before. But the custom labeling thing something that's available all the time. So. People often, well, companies will come to us and say, hey, we want to give out your wine for our holiday uh, presents for uh -huh. all of our clients. Uh -huh. I'll go to them and say, okay, well, if you have a label or if you have a logo, we can put that on a bottle for you. We can even send it out to all your people. So it's a one-stop shop. You can come in, get all your gifts all at once, and uh -huh. um, you know, we'll, we can turn them around inside of a week. So, so, so maybe instead of sending Christmas cards, you can get your family photo put on a label, you can and do you that. can give We've your family the gift of your photo on a wine bottle full that's, of delicious wine. That's right. So now this is one example of it, and this is, um, I believe, right? Do you want to tell uh, tell everybody? That is the Buffalo Rose okay. that we made for the band Buffalo Rose. So this is a custom blend. That's a well, that's a custom that's label that's that's on the the. Um, rosé that we'd, we'd already made okay 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 but you know they came to me and they were talking about doing a, a wine something cool for their latest release and uh the idea hit us wow we have a rosé <laughs> so it kind of it was, so i so i went to them and i said well do you have you know can you provide a, a label and they see i give it some right. time and they're uh, I wish I knew who uh, the name of the artist who did that, but it's really cool. We can cool figure it out. We'll put, they... we'll put it in the description box so they get their proper yeah. credit. We'll, get, we'll um, get there. Yeah, but they came with that label. I think it's really awesome. Yeah. And so they had their release party at This Is Red uh, a couple weeks ago, and we had that on hand, and we uh, sold a whole bunch of it, and they have people that want more. So musicians can get custom labels, families can get custom labels, companies can get custom labels. That's right. So it seems like that's a pretty innovative and nifty gift idea. Yeah, and we um, still have time. People a yeah. lot of times think, oh, it's too late. Well, it's not. We can turn them around quick. Yeah, one week. And that's also not just holidays, right? It's birthdays, yeah. Oh, yeah. New Year's, New Year, New Wine. There's a ton of things you could do with it. Yeah. The ideas are endless. They are. Um, so the holidays are coming up. Let's talk about some pairings, right? So people are having their – what would you suggest pairing with, like, a Christmas ham if, if somebody's looking for some suggestions on, on what, to, what to put on their table this year? Yeah, I, well, I, you know, as far as pairings go, I think that, you know, you can, you can experiment. And I think a lot, of, a lot of wines go with a lot of different – a lot of different wines will go with a lot of different foods. But, you know, so I would say a, 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 a robust red – I think that, that cab would be a nice pairing with a ham. Yeah, the cab's fantastic. Yeah. I, I had some of the cab before. Um, and yeah, this pairs with anything. Christmas tree decorating, especially. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this powered by Christmas tree decorating. Mm -hmm. um, so let's transition into another reason why you're here today. And Oh, by the way, if people have questions for Tim, wine, music, 
anything, you could drop them in the Facebook comments. Uh, Mike and I will both be looking. Because um, you were talking about the synergy with the music and wine at the winery, yes. right? And that spills out into pretty much everything, including this great show you have coming up, Home for the Holidays. Yeah. Um, December 17th, I December believe. December 17th, yes. You could get tickets at um, what your website, pghwinery, yes, pghwinery.com right? yeah. or trustarts.org. Or trustarts.org. But let's, this show is a really um, kind of unique and very Pittsburgh-y history. It came to be, I think, for a very beautiful reason. So let's, let's talk about the show a little bit. How, sure. did, how did Home for the Holidays get its start? It started seven years ago in the original uh, cellar of the winery. Um, well, like I said, it only held 100 people. And so what we wanted to do was we wanted to give back. So we wanted to do a food drive. And so, of course, we did what came natural and had a show. And so we got about a dozen singers together that were kind of regulars that, that would do um, songwriter nights and stuff at the winery and asked them if they would each do a couple songs. And what we wanted to do was something a little bit different. We didn't want to do all holiday music. We said, why don't we do one original song and one holiday song for each singer? And so we, uh, Trio Plus, the band, uh, uh, came on board and backed the whole thing. So they were the backing band. They learned everyone's songs. They're amazing. They can do that in like two seconds. (laughs) Um, So we we did that seven years ago. We put the tickets on sale, and they sold immediately. And then so each subsequent year, it was they sold out even faster. And so eventually, um, the Benetton Center approached us and said, hey, would you like to do your holiday show here at the Benetton? I said, well, sure. I mean, we do 100 <laughs> people, 2,800 is quite a bit more. <laughs> it's just a, um, just a skosh. <laughs> yes. I said, but let's, yeah, let's give it a go. And so three years ago, we did our first one there. And it went really, really well. It was it was. Um, it's incredible to, to perform on that stage. That stage is the biggest stage in Pittsburgh, and the room is gorgeous, and the sound is, is also amazing. So we did it uh, three years ago. We did it again last year, and here we go. We're doing it again this year. Okay, and let's see. Hold on. I have my thing here, because who are some of the local? And well, you said some people are local. Some people are coming in from out of town. But they're all so, yeah, who Pittsburgh are some singers. Of the pe- okay, yeah. who are so, some of the people people can uh, anticipate checking out? Well, so, uh, you know, Scott Blazy from the Clarks is on it. Um, Margo Bingham, who, um, Margo B, she goes by as a musician, um, but also is an actress who's been on a number of things, Boardwalk Empire being uh, one, one of the really good roles she played. Um, Jimbo Jackson, who's just uh, really fun. Um, this year we have John Chisler from New Invisible Joy in Morgan Arena for the first time. Um we have um who else is on it well let's see i'm looking at clinton craig (laughs) 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 you can't read your stuff clinton craig who is um common heart heart, and they're kind of blowing up right now they were just on were they just on like cbs this morning yes they were yeah Yeah. they're on national television um kevin garrett who's grammy grammy nominated for his work with beyonce yeah he did uh yeah he, he he worked on i think it's the last record he uh, produced some, and she did one of his songs that he wrote. Okay. See, people don't realize how, well, people like that are in the scene obviously realize how awesome the Pittsburgh music scene is and how great and vibrant it is. So 